Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts, which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns, look at the girls, and make wisecracks. Chaos. C-H-A-O-S. Critical hate and overwhelming stupidity. Hey everybody, welcome to Full Count Chaos. Thank you very much for tuning in. And I'll tell you what, these Orioles right now are giving me feelings that I'm not familiar with. Very unfamiliar feeling in my belly, and I'm enjoying it, and I'm having fun, and I'm catching myself looking at the wild card race seven games back. I get it. Hold on, Nate. Chill out. They got a losing record, but everybody else does too. (laughs) So, you know, the teams in front of us, I keep checking, seeing who's winning and losing, and it's a good feeling just knowing that I am on my app looking at the wild card race, seeing where the Orioles at, because it's been a long time since I even gave two shits about what the wild card standing was, knowing damn well where the Orioles were. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah. And the teams in front of us that we'd have to leap over, you know, right now the Rays are in, in, in the uh, three spot and wild card, but the Orioles are taking care of the Rays. I mean, in, in a month or two, What's going to happen? I mean, these teams, the Angels are shit in the bed. You got the Rangers, the Angels, the White Sox, and Red Sox who are fighting for that third spot, and they all have losing records except for the Red Sox, and they're barely hanging on, and the Orioles can take care of them as well. Just bring it on. Orioles don't care who they're playing right now. They're just playing great ball. This team has so much fight in them right now. Don't make any plans while you're watching these guys play. No matter how far behind they are, sit tight. Keep watching them because they're probably going to score some runs, if not tie it up, if not win the game. And then the relievers come in, shut it down. Lopez comes in, boom, done. End of game, Orioles win. Hell yeah! I'm having fun. A lot to go over. Talking about the Orioles, talking about happy moments. It's a happy episode today. <laughs> FullCountChaos at gmail.com. Hit me up on Twitter at FullCountChaos. Uh, happy Father's Day. Hope everybody is enjoying their Father's Day, all the gentlemen out there. I don't have any kids, just a cat who likes meatloaf and shrimp fried rice. Explain that one. So that's my little boy. I uh, also had a, a nice little birthday weekend. Uh, my wife and I, we laid low uh, because with her new kidney, the doctor's like, all right, guys, uh, she can't even catch a cold because her kidney is still trying to function. So it's kind of freaking us out a little bit. But we said, you know what? Let's go to like a one o'clock. Friday showing of Bob's Burgers. And we were right. There's nobody in the theater. And I love Bob's Burgers, obviously. I think they're hilarious. That's why I went and saw the movie. And the movie is fucking hilarious as well. And speaking of Father's Day, my birthday, it's on the same weekend. It is rough. It's the first year without my father being around. Uh, Some of you may not know, he passed away in December. He was actually a guest on the show because he did pitch in the Orioles organization. Uh, but yeah, so the, those times are always, it's always rough. You know, the birthdays, the Father's Day, it's the first, I'm sure the, the, the holidays coming up, Thanksgiving, Christmas, you know, 
it, it's a uh, it's a rough one. But got through. I had a great birthday weekend. My father in law gave me the most badass gift for my birthday. Of course, we all know 1991, October 6th, the last game, Memorial Stadium. I was actually talking to a buddy of mine on Twitter last night who was there. It's a great story to have to say you were there at that game, October 6th, the last game at Memorial Stadium. So a photographer came. Uh, there was 115 Orioles players from 1991 going back 38 years who showed up. They all had their uniform on. They all stood in a circle. And he took the photo. And, of course, panoramic style is just one long photo. So my father-in-law, for years, I heard him talking about how he has this photo. And I never saw it. He had it, like, stored away in his basement. Whatever. So, anyway, uh, this weekend we went over there to say Happy Father's Day. He wanted to say Happy Birthday to me. He says, close your eyes. I'm thinking, don't put your balls on my forehead again, please. But he didn't. And when I opened them, it was that photo framed with a plaque. It was amazing. Um, I could, <laughs> on the way home, I had to put the uh, the frame photo, like, leaning on my wife's shoulder. I had to put both seats down in the back. It barely fit in the car. So I'm trying to figure out where to hang this. But it's just amazing gift. It's fucking awesome. Uh, I, put a, I took a photo of it and put it on Twitter. But I love it. And I want to thank my father-in-law for that. Just a kind, kind man. Love it. So... I'm going to hang it up. I wanted to hang it up in like the living room right over the TV. But again, the wife's like, nah, put it down in your sports basement. Just let's just keep everything down there. Okay. No problem. Even though she is a diehard sports fan, just like I am, she draws a line where we hang shit in the house. But again, it's all about compromising. All right. Um, I did want to get to a real quick email. Her name is Megan. Um, she wanted to a couple weeks ago. This guy named Joseph wrote into the show. He wanted to share an experience he had at Camden Yards where he lost his nephew. I think his nephew was like four years old and the police, everybody was running around looking for his nephew. And he, of course he felt like shit, but Megan wanted to write in and just say, Hey, it's okay. She writes in and says, hello there, Mr. Chaos. I felt the right thing to do this week would be to write in and let Joseph know he's not a bad uncle for losing his nephew at Camden Yards. I have three kids and each one has caused me to go through awful, scary, earth shattering moments. We all have our moments, and if any parents say they've never had a scary time with losing their child for a moment, they're lying. Joseph, you are only human. That's for Megan. Appreciate the email. Apparently, Joseph's mom, Megan, <laughs> listens to the podcast. Oh, boy, I think that's sweet. You know, there are kind people out there who want to make sure you're feeling better about yourself. You know, these days, everyone just wants to beat everyone down and prove everybody right and whatever the hell I'm talking about right now but megan the little sweetheart she is wants to say joseph it's all right mama loves you <laughs> so again full count chaos at gmail.com you can also hit me up on twitter at full count chaos now the orioles nine and seven in their last 16 american league east games they have a winning record at home 16 and 15 this team feels like a regular team we're rooting for, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying. Not some shitball rebuild team who has 29 wins going into August. No, we're, we're still in June, and the Orioles play in the toughest division in baseball, and they don't have the worst record. There's nine teams with worse records than the Orioles right now, and half of them have fluff divisions. Am I right? Can I get an amen? Hey! 
They're winning these games with not very good starting pitching. The starting pitching, shit in the bed. Tyler Wells, hats off to you. Thank goodness for you. The offense is on fire right now, of course, because that's typically what needs to happen to win games, unfortunately, right now. And they're winning them. They're going toe-to-toe. The hitting either needs to keep up for the first five innings or they need to, like, tack on six runs in the last couple innings to tie the game up while the relievers come in and hold that shit down. The starters, 28th in ERA, 27th in whip, 29th in strikeouts, 28th in giving up hits, 29th in home runs given up. That's poo-poo. That's not good. Now, the relievers, top seven ERA, top nine in walks, top five in home runs given up. They're holding the shit down. Now, this past week, the Orioles finally played Toronto. And I knew that was going to be a test for the Orioles. Toronto's hot. Orioles pitching not. Talking about the starters. So the Orioles coming to Toronto, they, they wound up taking a, a giant dump. All right. Get the cobwebs off. Get that out of the way. Continue to play some ball. Let's go. But that happens in sports. You know, I was, in, I was concerned this entire series was going to be a shit show. Like I said, the Blue Jays, top eight in hitting. The Orioles, top seven in giving up home runs when they were going into Toronto that weekend, that week. So they lose 11-1. to Stowers had the only RBI. Took a kid from uh, AAA to come up and score a damn run. That's how cold the offense was. And of course, uh, of course Stowers showed signs of success this week. Back down to AAA, though, of course. Uh, joined Baltimore and Toronto as a replacement player. Filling in for Santander, who was on the restricted list. And I think he did all right. He held his own. Like I said, uh, he had an RBI. He's the only one who uh, helped helped the team score. 11-1. to Kyle Bradish just can't get his shit together. It, it's a shame. I mean, even you see some of his stuff now. He gets some pretty wild strikeouts. But he just cannot figure it out. Four and a third inning pitch. Nine hits. Five runs. Three Ks. He's one and four with a 686 ERA and a 167 whip. His last seven starts, he's pitching a 731 ERA with a 175 whip. He's not impressing anybody. And it's a shame because at times, like I, I feel like I say that all the time when I'm shitting on one of our pitchers. Well, at times he looks good, but he seems like he's the real deal. So hopefully he figures his shit out. Now, hell of a bounce back game the next day. They win six to five. Hayes, Mountcastle home run. Talking about Mountcastle later here. Part of the uh, happy moments. Jordan Lyles, five and a third. Uh, what, seven Ks, four earned runs. Look, he's an e- innings eater. That's what he does. The shutdown innings just weren't happening that day. Going back and forth. We'd score two, they'd score one. They'd score two, we'd score one, then they'd score one. Just thankfully, the fifth inning, Lyles decided, all right, I'm going to have a shutdown inning. We go up. And Subject gets a solid hit to make the score 6-3, to three, and the rest is history. Next day, just balls of fire shooting out of these guys' asses. Just balls of fire. They almost won, though I hate saying that. Huge pet peeve of mine. Well, they didn't get beat too bad. Oh, they almost won. They only lost by one. No, you lose. Okay, almost doesn't count. But just balls of fire shooting. Everywhere out these guys' asses. These guys are down five to nothing that game, that second, that third game. No matter the score, you know they're going to score some runs and make it interesting. Whether they win or not, 
They're going to just make the game entertaining. Even they're down five to one, six to two, seven, three. You see people on Twitter chatting. All right, sit still, hold up. They're going to score some runs. You know, a year or two ago, it'd be three to nothing. All right, see you later. I'm out. Done. It's the third inning. Things are changing. Things are changing. But Rushman hits his first home run that game. And of course, I walked away. It was five to nothing for fuck's sake. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get up. I'm going to do a couple things. And then in 10 minutes, I'm going to come back. Boom. I didn't turn it off. I just walked away. Stupid. A person below normal intelligence. And I said to my wife, of course, of course that happened. And it was, you know, Mancini hugging uh, Mancini. Uh, I'm sorry. Ma- Machado. What the hell am I trying to say here? Machado hugging Mancini on his first home run. It was really cool seeing Mancini walk up to Rushman and hug him on his, his first home run. It's a circle of life, folks. Circle of life. You know, it was six to three in the top eighth. They said, fuck this. Let's go. Cedric hit Austin double Mount castle, huge bomb. And I love when it just, you know, upper deck. Boom. I mean, takes off like 110 off the bat. And they're like 419 feet. It's like, get the fuck out of here. I don't know why that upsets me so much. It was not 425. Oh, who cares? He hit a home run and we're all tied up. And I knew it that game. You see Mountcastle on deck. He already hit a home run his prior at bat. Hit two home runs that night. You're thinking, just get on base. And that's exactly what he did. And then here comes Mountcastle. Bob, boom. We are all tied up. Unfortunately, lost in the 10th inning. With giving up a hit to Vladdy. And I'm not sure why they didn't just walk him. You know, sets up the double play. But they pitched to him. <laughs> Game over. Let's go home. And Mancini even said this week, games like that when they lose, it would stick. It used to stick with them forever. And it will really just affect the clubhouse. And they feel like it will affect the next day. Thursday, big win. Basically reminding the East. And everyone watching. Don't count them out until all 27 outs are done, are finished. And they split the series in Toronto. Again, I'm calling me glass half full. I'm pessimist. Negative Nate, they call me when I'm watching sports. I just, I don't know. Seeing uh, the uh, Orioles starters kind of shit in the bed and Toronto's bats are just lighting up. Love it. I love splitting the series. Of course, you want to sweep them for fuck's sake. But splitting the series out in Toronto, I'm good with that. Now, Kevin Galsman, one thing I learned this week is a certified dickbag turd. Just a shitty look. Look, anytime you face your old team who trades you away, yeah, when you face them, you want to give it to them, hold up the middle finger at me like, ah, look what you traded away. Of course. And any pitcher who has a bad game afterwards just says, you know, I didn't, didn't have it tonight. They played a good game or whatever. Don't even say they played a good game. Just say you didn't have it. I'm going to work on a few things. Whatever. Just wasn't feeling it. Now, Kevin Galsman, he had to do a little pouting. And when he got taken off the mound, he even had that look, just failure all over his face. He looked like a child, like the dad was walking up to the mound. Come on, son. Mom's been calling you for dinner for an hour. Let's go. Give me the ball. Let's get inside. Time for dinner. If you didn't see Galsman, his comments, I don't know. They just rubbed me the wrong way. Look. You, you just don't talk shit about another professional baseball team, especially one that just kicked you in the teeth and sent you home. 
It's just a shitty look. I understand players make comments all the time about how they disagree with things the other team did or said, but to insult the team, again, that just took their foot, kicked you in the mouth, it's not a good look. Going two and thirds innings pitch, seven hits, seven runs, five earned. But here's uh, some of the comments that rubbed me the wrong way. So it's unfortunate to put that team in that situation. It's embarrassing, to be honest, to go out and do that against a team I think we should beat. Maybe that sounds bad to say, yeah, no shit, Kevin. But I think we should beat them more than we should lose to them. That is a comment of a pouty little child who didn't get their way, and now they're just going to pout. I'm embarrassed. I could say it's, you know, it's embarrassing to, you know, go out in front of your old team and, and put up a display like that. But to say the reason why it's embarrassing is because that's a team that you should beat more than we should lose to them. You just don't do that. It's an unwritten rule. You don't shit on another team, regardless how bad they are. When you get beat, just take it on the chin and give the cookie cutter post game interviews that all the other players give. The other comment he made, he goes, I was there for a long time. And so I really wanted to go out there and shove it to him, to be honest. To do that, not what I envisioned my first start against my former team. So that sucks. Just a pouty little whiny kid. <laughs> so that was, I loved it. Loved seeing Galsman get beat like that. Even, like I said, even Manny Machado, I don't care who the player is, when you leave the Orioles, I'm not rooting for you anymore. When we saw Zach Britton out in the Yankees uniform, the first day, the first time we saw him have to close out a game against us. Yeah. Little smile. Oh, look at this guy. Look at this turd in his Yankees uniform, but I wasn't rooting for him. I wasn't going, Oh, I like Britain. He's a good guy. You know, the Orioles lost. I'm just glad he had a win. No, I don't care. I want you to lose every time you play us. I don't care what you do after that or before that. You're not on the Orioles anymore. Adios. Suck it up and take it like a man, Gosman. That was a fun game. Tyler Wells. I'm enjoying watching that guy pitch. Six innings pitch that night. Five hits, three Ks, only one walk. It's what he does. He doesn't walk batters much. One earned run. Pitched a beautiful game. And right now he has a 362 ERA, 107 whip. Has a 4-4 four and four record. Oh, after that game, I received a text from a friend of mine from a tweet that he saw. I think it was tweeted, uh, locked on. Orioles tweeted this out. But anyway, it was a screenshot from a friend. He goes, it says, um, the Orioles, it says, versus the Orioles this season. Dylan Bundy, three and two-thirds innings pitched, 11 hits, nine earned runs, three strikeouts, two walks, two home runs against Kevin Galsman. Two and thirds inning pitched, seven hits, seven runs, five earned runs, three Ks, one walk. Basically just uh, breaking it down. The two uh, prior pitchers of the Orioles, well, the Orioles' offense is having just a fantastic time against them, and we're all loving it. <laughs> oh, it's good shit. Here we are, just having happy moments. Orioles beat Rays one to nothing after that. Definitely a game Orioles would normally be on the losing side, facing the Rays like that. Uh, Kramer six innings pitched, five hits, zero runs, five Ks. Bautista came out. You want to see these pitchers when they face their teams, like we're just talking about Galsman, do exactly what he did. He came out one inning, three strikeouts, no walks, just basically did his job. 
held up his middle finger, walked back to the dugout, said, I'm done. Pay me. I did my job. Uh, Adley finally got his first RBI after 20 games without one. We all knew it was coming, though. And speaking of Adley, going to chat a little bit about shit that doesn't piss us off, that makes us happy. Some happy thoughts. Oh, yeah. It'll be very uplifting. All right, some happy thoughts. Uh, real quick, though, today's episode is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats. So go check them out online or social media. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram, type in sports drink. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying not to let the funk out. Now let's get to some happy moments. Some just a few things that uh, put a smile on my face pertaining to the Orioles this week. I mean, there's a lot that's happening with the Orioles that are putting smiles on all our faces. But again, if uh, you hear me talk about the happy moments of the week and you want to write in and say, Hey, how the hell did you miss speaking about, you know, whatever it is, full count chaos at gmail.com. Of course, I just want to start with Adley rush. I mean, he's on an eight game hit streak. He's tearing it up. Kevin Brown, of course, the announcer for the Orioles is even getting in on the fun. He tweeted out uh, the other day about Adley he says Adley rushman update again, eight straight games on base, three forty five average 1.27 OPS Six extra base hits in those eight games. So he's just tearing it up. He also added 97th percent arm strength with 85.2 miles per hour. Uh, He did throw a runner out. 80th pop time on yesterday's caught stealing. And yesterday, the game's only RBI and two of the Orioles' five hits. So (laughs) Kevin's like, hey, I'm I'm having fun watching this guy. I'm going to throw a couple stats out there pertaining to Adley. He's finally getting talked about for the right reasons, of course. And when Adley was in a little funk when he first came up, yeah, of course, it was normal to have a little chat like, oh, boy, hope it gets going. But to have the conversation of, oh, boy, is he in over his head was just not a conversation I was even willing to have. You could just tell us that batch, the way he was catching, calling games, he was right where he belongs. And I think it was cool. There's a photo when Flo Rida came up to Camden Yards to have a concert. I'm laughing because I'm just remembering the interview with Palmer and Kevin Brown. I think Palmer, of course, was just doing his best, just doing his job, chatting with the guests that's in the booth. And look, I'm sure hip hop music is not number one on Palmer's list, but he kept saying hip house instead of hip hop. Whatever. I thought that was kind of funny, but uh, that's why I started laughing when I said Flo Rida. But and I didn't know how many I didn't realize how many hits he had. My wife and I were in the car. We were talking about him and she uh, brought up all his hits on, on the phone and for like. The 20-minute drive, she just kept putting hit after hit. It's like, my God, guy's uh, doing all right for himself. But um, Adley decided to stay after and <laughs> hang out watching Flo Rida put his hits out there. And um, perfect weather. I'm obviously being sarcastic. It was like 110 degrees that day. I think it got down to like 108 that night with 90% humidity. So we passed. Uh, Jorge Lopez. Obviously, another player I want to talk about that's been standing out. He's got a .82 ERA right now, .85 whip, 12 saves after 32 innings pitched. And his save against the Rays Friday, he struck out four batters to wrap up the one nothing win. And Hyde's been doing that a lot, having him do the uh, four-out save. He just is, when he walks out on the mound, he's just oozing with confidence. 
He's just figured it out. The ninth inning right now, it's not bothering him at all. Comes out, does what he needs to do, gets a four-out save, whatever kind of save Hyde wants. He says, all right, take the ball, do your thing. And I'm sure you all saw this. It was getting spread around. Uh, Zach Britton and Jorge Lopez being compared. They have, like, identical stats from uh, 2016 Zach Britton and Jorge Lopez in 2022. What was it? Here's some of the stats. Zach Britton, 2016, after uh, 29 innings pitched, it's a .93 ERA. Lopez has a .82 ERA. Uh, Zach Britton's uh, three-earned run. Lopez's three-earned run. He had 33 strikeouts. Talking about Britton, Lopez had, has 34 strikeouts. <laughs> Britton uh, gave up a home run. Lopez, no home run so far. 33 innings pitched. And the uh, batting average against, they both have 134. So anytime you're going to be compared to Zach Britton for saving games, shit, you're doing just fine. So Jorge Lopez is obviously a guy that I'm enjoying helping the Orioles win. Another guy, of course, these are no-brainers, Ryan Mountcastle, 274 average right now, 12 home runs, 801 OPS, 36 RBIs. The last 31 at-bats, he's hitting 419 average. 935 slugging, four home runs, nine RBIs. I mean, come on. He's the first Oriole that uh, reached 50 home runs. Quickest. Quickest, the first. (laughs) The quickest Oriole to reach uh, 50 home runs. Through 234 games versus left-handed pitchers, he's batting 271 with an 809 PS. (laughs) Versus right-handed pitchers, 271 average with an 809 PS. Okay. Pitch whoever the hell you want to Ryan Mountcastle. He's going to tear your ass up. Ryan Mountcastle, again, anytime he comes up, he's one of those players you just stop what you're doing and you focus on what he's about to do. I tweeted out the other day, I can't wait to see what what kind of show he's going to put on in the Home Run Derby because you know, sooner or later, he's going to be batting in that Home Run Derby and he is going to put on one hell of a show. And I can't wait for that. So those are just some of the happy thoughts. I mean, there's happy thoughts going on all week. Come on now. I mean, (laughs) I don't know. I think one of the happiest moments was just seeing what they did to Gaussman. And I didn't feel that way until after, uh, you know, his comments. It was embarrassed. Uh, Well, there's a team we should have beat. It's really embarrassing. Get the fuck out of here. So anyway, uh, always want to hear from you guys. Fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Hit me up on Twitter at fullcountchaos.com. Uh, All-Star break's coming up. Going to be talking about that here in the next couple weeks. Always want to hear from you. Love to hear what's on your mind. Till next time.